This episode of Youth Ministry Booster is brought to you by Grow Curriculum and Strategy. Grow provides everything you need to teach and disciple your students, train and celebrate your leaders, and partner effectively with parents. Buy from youthministrybooster.com slash grow and get a year of Youth Ministry Booster so that you can partner, support, and grow as a youth minister as you grow your youth ministry. Get all of Grow and all of Youth Ministry Booster for a year for the price of Grow at youthministrybooster.com slash grow. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 181 of the Youth Ministry Booster podcast with our co-host Chad Higgins and Will Cumbie talking about goal setting and focus today in youth ministry. This is an important conversation that you will not want to miss. And so we're super excited you're checking it out. Been doing this thing for a while. And we've got to say thank you for being a fan base who is encouraging and supportive. Thank you for the emails, the messages. If you haven't had a chance yet, Find us, follow us on all the social media things, Ministry Booster on Twitter, Youth Ministry Booster on Instagram, or find us on the Facebook with Youth Ministry Booster or Youth Ministry Booster Podcast. We'd love to get connected with you there. We love hearing back from y'all. This summer, we've got some good ideas. We'd love to have some great ideas from those that listen to the podcast. What are the questions? Who are the guests? What are the things in youth ministry this summer that you want to talk about? So please make sure to find a way to either DM us on the social media or email us either chad at youthministrybooster.com or zach at youthministrybooster.com if you want to get connected with getting your ideas, topics, and questions put into the show for this summer. It's going to be a wild, exciting time as we work our way through summer, getting ready for fall and episode 200. Lots of cool things happening with that. So before we go... We'll catch you on the flippity flip at the end, but make sure to check out all the links below for the ways in which you can get connected to Youth Ministry Booster as a community membership platform or the partnership we have with Grow Curriculum where you can get Booster for the price of Grow. Get Grow and Booster. Booster's free. Grow is neat. Check it out. Super good stuff. But until the end, here is Will and Chad talking about goal setting and focus in youth ministry. Hello and welcome to Youth Ministry Booster Podcast. My name is Chad Higgins. And I am excited to be here today with my main man, Will. Will, how are you, buddy? Man, I am great. Coming off of this Easter celebrations, getting back in Houston from Israel, man, I'm on like cloud 12. Like if there's one higher than nine, I'm on it. So I'm in a good space. Okay. So I got to talk to you for a moment. You, You went to Israel in like the 30 second recap. Give it to me. What what were some of the highlights? What were some of the big takeaways? Where are you at now, like in a mental space because of that trip? Yeah. Well, you know what? 30 seconds real quick. You know, I've heard so many, you know, youth pastors say Jesus is God with skin on. And I'm like, that's cool. But I'm, it's moved one step further to seeing Israel is Jesus in 3D. Right. And and it's amazing to be there and to see the places where he walked, mm. the tomb where they laid him, uh, the garden where he prayed, the wall where individuals who are Jewish and Catholic and and, and, and mm. Baptist and Protestants coming there and they're praying at this wall. And yeah, we have the belief that the, the veil was torn, but it wasn't about like he's in the wall, but being in this corporate place of worship where no one cared what your your religion was. They were just like, yo, we You've got to press in. Uh, it, it was phenomenal, man. And, and then even doing the Shabbat dinner with a Jewish family and seeing the traditions of how this Jewish father blessed mm. his children before they ate and how he 
saying uh, a blessing to his wife, mm-hmm. it, it if anything, it pushed, it challenged, and it charged me to see Jesus and his story on a more colorful level, you know, um, where we see sometimes Jesus as the black and white letters in a book. But to live it and to walk where he was takes those letters and puts it in 3D, IMAX, um, 4D, where you've got everything going on. But, man, that that was my trip, and I'm just inspired to share the gospel in more fun, encouraging, colorful, and tangible ways. Because it's it's, it's kind of gone alive, right? Like, I mean— if I I haven't had the chance to go yet, but like I just know that like the Bible nerd in me would oh, just yeah. like <laughs> explode, right? Like I'm just gonna be like this this place and like, all those there. kind of things, <laughs> and just get worked up. And like we went to um, where the Beatitudes were, oh, were delivered, and the Sea of Galilee, just ridiculous. I I also yeah. probably know that like, I would probably get emotional. <laughs> Like I could just see me like walking down these streets, just be like, "All right, well, I'm I'm the big man crying, right?" It's, right. It's like it's the equivalent of like when I took my sure. my kid yeah. my kid to Disney World, and they watch Disney all day, right? And then to actually go to Disney World and see Mickey and yeah. uh, see Toy Story, they're like, "Oh my God, Dad, it's real!" And I'm like, "Yeah, sort of," <laughs> but you know, to be in Israel, it's like, "Oh my God, you're real." But there is no sort of because it is real, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. So today uh, on our episode, we're we're kind of wrapping up this month as we've been talking about um, goals, and we're going to specifically talking about like focusing um, on goals. And so, man, will you were the guy that I really wanted to to talk to about this um, from the outside looking in, especially with a lot of of your stuff with physical health, man, I see a guy that I feel like uh, has some goals in his life. And so, man, break it down for us. When we talk about focus on our goals, um, what are some big takeaways that we need to learn and be thinking of today? Well, you know, when we talk about goals and being focused within ourselves, it's understanding that goals are like oxygen to our dreams. Right. We have these things and the goals actually put the energy behind what mm. we aspire to achieve. Um, and but we must understand. And this is something we were looking at is understanding nearsighted as opposed to being farsighted with our goals. You know, when you set that goal and it's I've heard this term, the big, hairy, audacious goal, this big, big thing that you want to achieve, whether it is losing weight, whether it is uh, being more uh, prominent with your speaking schedule, or even maybe it's in your prayer life, right? These are big goals is what are you doing to achieve it? And sometimes we Mm -hmm. see this big goal is so far away that we don't, we miss the nearsighted things, the things that's going to take to get to where you are. Um, I heard someone say that in order to move Mm -hmm. a mountain, it's done one pebble at a time. So what are we doing in the near side or in the close things to achieve the greater things? Yeah, that's really good because I think a lot of times, even people that are like, I'm a goal setter, you know, you'll take like a retreat or something and you'll set some like, you know, year long goals for yourself or even like six month goals. um, and, And we don't think through, okay, like, what do I need to accomplish this week uh-huh. to to get towards that? And because a lot of times, if if we're not thinking in that mindset, and we've become just far sighted, where we can only see the big goal, 
but then we can't see anything close up. We'll never hit those big goals uh, because the the work that we're doing in the day to day or the week to week really has nothing to do with what that year long goal is, right? And so um, you think about, um, you know, they talk about like you know walking in the forest or something, right? And uh, if at the very beginning of your journey you're off just like one degree, mm. right? That's going to put you in a completely different spot the further away that goal is. And so if we're talking about big goals that we may have for a ministry or our life, man, I think the bigger the goal is, the more like singularly focused we have to be on the week to week or or constantly being able to like reevaluate and like know where we're at so we know, you know, whether we're on the right right path or not, right? Right. Would, would you agree, like, do you feel like goals are also something that, like, we not only know that if we're going in the right direction, but we know maybe if we're not going in the right direction as well? Yeah, yeah. see, goals, goals require focus, and, and they remind us when we've fallen off. Um, I have this big goal of, you know, I'm about to turn 40 in July, and mentally there's a place physically that I want to be in. Well, just because with the summer months coming up and things in life, I haven't been in the gym like I normally am. And so I was like, I'm going to get back in the gym, get back to my running. I can do three to five miles in the morning, no problem. Well, I got in there and I was like, oh, my goodness, (laughs) one mile felt like it was horrible for me to get this one mile. But so when we are not focused on our goals, uh, we'll fall off. And um, one of the things that I always recommend to people, you know, we have these cell phones in our hand all day. Why not put some of those goals on the screensaver of your phone? Mm. So every time you look at that phone, you're looking at, hey, that's something I need to be working on. You know, you don't have to put a, a picture of you in your swimsuit or whatever, but it could be, um, did you pray today? That might just be the only thing on your phone. And it's like, yep, my goal is to have a consistent prayer life. So the reminder on my phone is, did you pray today? Yeah. Right. Now, um, now what, what if the photo on my phone is already me in a swimsuit? Okay. What? What should that that change to in my life? Mate, that, that's a good question. If the photo is already you in your swimsuit, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, be bad with your bad self. You know, work 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 your work your jelly. But um, you know, the goal the goal is like you know sometimes it's where we are is a reminder of where we're going. You know, hey, I see where I am and being and sometimes that is okay too to say, hey, I some people's goal is I want to be happy with me. You know, sure. uh, what's what's what did Eric Thomas say? Um, success doesn't come from looking out the window. It comes from looking in the mirror. And so we Ooh. sometimes need to constantly remind ourselves, like, you're good. You're good. Stop yeah. looking at their stuff, but work on your stuff. And as you continue to be a better you, man, you'll reach those goals that you want to achieve. Man, isn't that, isn't that so true about student ministry? I mean, think about. I, I can look back at, at my life over times when I was not in a healthy spot. Yeah. And, I, you know, I would set goals for my own student ministry that I felt like were realistic, that um, were, you know, great goals yeah. for us. And the thing that would always deter me is I would I would start wanting the goals of another ministry mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. weren't my own. Yeah. Right. 
like I would start seeing other ones. I was like, man, we're so far away from right. that. Or, you know what I mean? All of these kind of things. And, and I would become discouraged. And a lot of times we lose focus in the, in those times because we start looking at everybody else's goals or, or even just where everybody else is at. And we take our, our eyes off of our own goals and where we're going and what, what needs to happen um, for real health or, or success to happen inside of our ministries. And so, yeah, I think that that's super. Yeah, super we, we have to be intentional, like uh, like intentionally focused on this is this is what God has given me to work with. Mm-hmm. Let me work this. The scripture even says to work your land. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we're out there, I think think about the power of the sun. The sun is so powerful, and the heat that that is emanating from the sun is powerful. But if you were to take a magnifying glass and and put it over, let me find something that won't make get me in trouble, like mm. um, a, a weed. There we go. Yeah. You put it over a weed, Not an and you put that magnifying glass yeah. over that weed in your garden or whatever, and that sun hits that magnifying glass. Boom, it turns into like this concentrated power. It's focused, and now I can create some real you know, some damage. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. We have these big goals or we have these things, but we have to create focus. And if we aren't creating focus, it, it, it's what Zig Ziglar says. If you aim at nothing, you'll hit every time Ooh. you, you have to put a focus on that thing. Yeah. And, and if it's going to the gym, if you go in there without a plan, you might be in there two hours and have achieved really nothing. Mm. Or if you're doing um, your Bible studies for the month or for the week and you're like, hey, I just want to tell them about Jesus. Great. That's mm. a goal. How are you going to do it? What is it? How are you going to focus what you're doing? So it, it, when, we, when we create these focus in what we're doing, we'll achieve the goal, mm. right? Set the goal out there. That's good. Now let's create some focus efforts to yeah. achieve what we're trying to get. G- give me, give me a couple of like tips or tricks that you can think of, of how we, we start to develop that plan and put that plan into action to help us focus and achieve some of these goals. When it comes to like right now in my youth department, I'm working on intentionality with the students. Uh, we do a really good job of teaching mm-hmm. on Sundays and Wednesdays, but what are we doing to do life with the kids, right? I've said that at another another time in a different mm-hmm. podcast with you, is what are we doing? So now our big goal is we want to do life with them. Now, what does that look like? So we back our way into it. Wh- who's who's going to what games? Who's What are we doing um, after service? I, in my meeting notes today, I put it in there. Um, are we modeling our expectations? Right. We want if we want your students to do discipleship and to go out and get other kids to come into it. Are you doing that? Are you showing them what it looks like to go up and talk to the the kid that nobody knows? Are you doing these things so that your lifestyle is giving them the examples of what they should be doing? Right. Um, With fitness. Right. If your big goal is to be uh, a certain size or whatever it is. okay, set. I want to be able to run a mile in eight minutes. Okay, run your mile in 10 minutes. Track it. The next week, say, okay, now I'm going to try and do it in nine minutes. And what happens is by you incrementally going towards it, you'll reach it. Uh, So that's the other thing I always tell us. We look at the incremental things. Uh, The Understand that sometimes goals are two-sided. Last week, I ran a, a mud run, right? It was totally crazy, this mud run. And one of the obstacles was to take the sledgehammer and smash this tire up a trail and back down the trail, right? Now, some people, all they thought about is, I've got to swing the sledgehammer. But it was two parts. One part was, yes, you need to have the strength to sling the sledgehammer. The other part was moving 
the tire. And so understanding that when we have these goals, there may be two parts to yeah. it. Are, we, are you looking at it big picture? Because you might be like, mm. well, um, it, it's kind of like the story of Jesus when he was with the, the rich young ruler. And he was like, yeah, I've done all this other stuff. He's like, yeah, but what about you selling all your stuff and giving it to the poor? He's like, mm. yeah, nah, <laughs> I got that first part down. But the second part, I'm not mm. wanting. He said, but I thought you wanted yeah. me. Right. And it's be willing to say, hey, right. holistically, what are you trying to achieve? And when you understand the big holistic goals, then you break down the smaller ones and the smaller ones will get you uh, to the main. Absolutely. That's good. Because I think I think a lot of times when we set our goals. Right. Um, and, and even when we start going down the road a little bit. Right. I mean, I, I think of you sw- swinging this sledgehammer. You yeah. Know what I mean, moving this tire. If all you're if all you're focused on is swinging the sledgehammer and you may start off like let's use that analogy. Yeah. You know, that person's goals to swing the sledgehammer a hundred times. Right. hundred times. Right. Eventually you start to realize, yeah, there's that other goal. Yeah. Right. There's this other goal of moving this tire from here to there that's in, involved in this whole thing. And I, I think a lot of times in ministry that happens, right? Mm-hmm. We have this goal that we yeah. set, but along the way it reveals, right? Other things of importance, other things that we need to be focused on and new goals and along new goals. the way, right? Um, I also think one of the things that goals do really well is it it reveals where our heart's at, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? It, it allows us to kind of like bring into focus like, hey, wh- what is – what does my goal say about me? What does yeah. my goal say about the ministry that we're setting? What do we value? All of these kind of things. Talk, talk a little bit more with us about this idea of our goals revealing our heart, where we're at, okay. that, that whole concept. Um, going back to the analogy with the, with the sledgehammer is, you know, we could be out here swinging with all this force and energy, but if we're not steering – Right. You've got all this power out there and you're like, man, I'm killing it on Sunday. I'm killing it on Wednesday. But what's your goal? <laughs> like, you're just out there killing it. But where are you going? Mm. Right. Um, but right, when, right. when you said uh, yeah. talking about um, the, the focus and the laser and what we were saying about going there, uh, something that made me think is I heard this somewhere that we are the most focused before we go on vacation. Like we could get everything done. Like before we were about to leave to go mm-hmm. out of town, I've, I've got everything. I've got yeah. the dishes are washed. The clothes are f- are folded. The dog is fed. Like everything is great. Why? Because yeah. I've got somewhere to go so I can get everything done. Mm-hmm. Right. But just as much as we are focused right before we leave, I think we should consider that our life on earth is like vacation too. And what I'm saying is when you are going on vacation mm. or when you're on vacation, you want to get the most out of the time that you're there. Right. And if you aren't if you're not planning, if you're not prepared, you'll miss out on all the stuff that that vacation has to offer before it's time for you to go home. And then you're like, oh, man, I really wish I had done more. Well, you could mm. had you been more prepared, had you been better planned, you know, and that's and that's that's true. Yeah. Right. We don't know when God's going to call us home. We don't know. But if we are planning and being um, um, focused, I think I've overused that word, but if you are being focused, man, we'll miss out on some of the awesome stuff that he wants us to experience and achieve before he says it's time to come home. Yeah, no, that's so good. Because I think I think what you're talking about is – I love this illustration with the vacation because I'll tell a little story about myself here as well. 
Um, so when it comes to vacation, like I'm an over planner to the max. Okay. So, uh, just recently I went to, uh, DC. I was only going to be there for three days for a buddy's wedding. And, uh, I was getting there and a a lot of my college friends were also flying in. So I'm going to see them. And I mean, we are going to like take DC by storm. Right. And so dude, I get in Excel and I like plan out to the like minute, like, okay, we're hitting the Smithsonian, you know, museum here. We're hitting the, you know, the archive museum here, all these kind of things and walking our way down the national mall. And it allowed us to see a lot of the stuff that we wanted to see. Um, Cause right. I know for a fact with my group of friends, if we wouldn't have done that for the three days over and over again, we would have had the same conversation. Well, what do we want to do next? Where, <laughs> where are we going to eat? <laughs> yeah, where, where is that at? All that kind of stuff. Um, and, and it would have we wouldn't we would not have seen near as much stuff as we did, right? But we would have also missed out on a lot of like free time and extra space, yeah. Um, for that, um, because of constantly having to re-engage having the to plan, re-engage, yeah. And I think I think a lot of times when we think about those setting goals and stuff, it's not just achieving the goals, but it's also allowing us to create space. Um, inside of our life, both work and personal, um, that allows us to feel less stress, less anxiety along the way. Um, Because let's be honest, if if we're really good at like setting goal and strategy, there's a lot of work that goes into that to to do it well. Um, And only having to do that like once and then the reevaluation process course correction along the way is a lot less stressful than every day waking up going, okay, what do I need to do today? What do I got to get accomplished today? I'm so far behind all of these kind of things. And it allows us, us to control our schedules and our, not our schedules control to control us. us. Right. And, that's a, and that's a very different way to live. And it's a very more, it's a much more life giving way, at least in my, in my no, opinion. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, and I, I know for me that can often feel overwhelmed and, and anxiety and those kind of things. If I'm on top of things, um, I do the things that are in front of me much more effectively um, in a much quicker time with a lot less stress. And I think that that's something that we, that we all want to be heading towards and going towards. Yeah. And I mean, that's scriptural too, where it talks about writing the vision. And and sometimes that vision is something as simple as what am I going to accomplish today, you know. And but also understand this: where there's where there's vision, you know. And you, you heard the old preacher say, "Where there's vision, there's provision." Right? That's true, right? How can I provide for what I need if I don't know what I need? But then once I get that, then I can have progress, right? And, and something I wrote down while you were talking, you really got my mind going, is that it takes work to it takes just as much work to be productive as it does to be passive. Um, you think about the story of the talents, right? The ones that were able to multiply, that took work. But then the one that buried it and did nothing with it, that took work too because he had to think, where am I going to put this? And then he had to dig the hole to put it there. You know what I mean? So uh, I know we talked about like tips and strategies for you know, achieving our goals. Um, if I could give three real short 
and easy things to figure out. One is understand what do you want, right? How can I get what I don't know I need, right? So what do you want? Number two, how long is it going to take me, right? What are, how long, what, are your, what is your anticipated time? What's your timeline on this thing? And then three, who can help mm. me achieve it? Um, that's uh, understanding resource management. And resources is not always mm. money, it's people. Right. So if I know these three things, I'll be able to achieve it. Now, here's the thing we must understand with visions and goals and where we're going is be comfortable for uh, detours. Right. Detours happen. And sometimes those detours aren't to tell you Mm. your goal isn't good. It's just that there might be a different way of achieving it. Uh, we go back to Peter again, right? Peter was a fisherman, right? But then what did, what happened when he was on, I'm not, well, yeah, Peter was a fisherman, but even when Jesus right. was on the boat with the disciples, right? And they, I was hoping we were fishing and he was like, yo, throw your nets on the other side. It wasn't that they were bad fishermen. They, he was just saying, Hey, let's, 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 let's come at this goal mm-hmm. a different way. And, um, it's for those who are trying to get in shape too. We can plateau doing the same yeah. workout all the time. And your goal, what's your goal? Well, my goal is to lose weight. Well, if you're not getting the results you want from what you're doing, mm-hmm. try another method. That doesn't mean your goal is bad. It just might mean you need to look at achieving yeah, it. Yeah, that's a so good. Because I think a lot of times, whether we set goals or we don't, we continue to do the same thing over and over again, hoping that like things yeah. are somehow magically going to change, right? Like. Um, you know, You're absolutely right. because I, I hear a lot, especially when we talk about like growth or something like that, it often seems like mm-hmm. I hear people, it's like, you know, we want to grow by 20%. Well, what are you, you going to do? Right. Like what, what's going to happen right. to see that come into, you know, uh, fruition in, inside their ministry or their life or any of those kind of things. And a lot of times people have the goal, but they don't take time to, you know, adjust or, or change the plan or any of those kind of things. So man, if, if, if you're hanging out with, man, yep. if, take, take time for adjustment, man. Adjustments is how it works, man. You got to make some adjustments. And, and, and uh, what do they say? Um, when they talk about, uh, I can't control the wind, but I can't mm. adjust my sails. Mm. I know where I'm going. I can't control the wind, but Hey, I can, I can adjust myself and understand how to make this win work. Yeah, my, that's work so for good. My good. That's so good. Well, hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us today, uh, engaging in this conversation. If you feel like, man, this is just, uh, I'm in a tidal wave right now in my life and, and, and I don't know which way is up, all those kind of things. Our encouragement to you is, is take a moment, breathe, uh, evaluate the situation, begin to really look at what's going on. Um, bring other people into that conversation um, with you that you trust and value their insight and their input um, and really start to get a plan, both a long-term vision, a short-term strategy to achieve those those visions. Um, and you're going to begin to see uh, the boat begin to move in the correct direction. And here's my last little bit of advice for you. It's not going to happen overnight. And you are going to walk through specifically the beginning part of a lot of this, and you may not see any results. Continue to have your eyes on a long-term vision and doing the short-term strategy, and you'll get there before you know it. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening to Youth Ministry Booster Podcast. Um, We love you. We care for you. And I hope to see you around. All right, there you go. Chad and Will. 
tearing it up talking about focus and goal setting and the ways in which you should be thinking about your youth ministry. Hope you guys are having an amazing pre-summer ramp up to whatever is next. Uh, Again, drop us a line, send us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and just know that we are thinking and prayerful for you. Uh, Check the show notes again if you want to get a connection time with us. We love connecting with those that are serving in youth ministry all across the country, all around the world, and we love hearing from you. So don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Send us a message. Let us know where you're at, how we can pray for you, and encourage and boost you. We'll talk to you soon.